Hi, everyone, and welcome to the OCNJ Local, your podcast for everything happening here in America's greatest family resorts. We're your hosts, Dominic Doherty and Drew Fazy. And we are your local guys. Now, this is our first episode. We're super excited to be here. Uh, there's no shortage of things to talk about uh, here in Ocean City, New Jersey. For a town with 11,000 year-round residents, a whole lot happens. So I wish that I could lay claim to the idea for this great podcast. However, it was all this man over here, Drew Fazy. So Drew, why don't you take a second and tell us, you know, what was your inspiration behind the OCNJ local? Well, I, I was surprised that nobody had done it before, Dom. Very uh, true. As you know, uh, aside from the 11,000 year-round residents, uh, there are hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of people who have a connection to Ocean City, New Jersey. Uh, they lived here, vacationed here, vacationed here for generations. You hear that all the time. I've been coming to Ocean City with my grandparents. Uh, people come from all over the country to vacation in Ocean City, all over the world to vacation in Ocean City and to visit. And uh, there's a real strong emotional connection to Ocean City. I think uh, uh, people are interested in, in what goes on here uh, during the summer, as well as, you know, when the sidewalks are rolled up after Labor Day. Uh, and speaking, of, of speaking of which, Drew, 73 days until Labor Day. The countdown is on. on. The countdown is on. For, for those non-locals, uh, the countdown to Memorial Day starts the day after Labor Day, and the countdown to Labor Day starts the day after Memorial Day. I think you flicked. I think you got that backwards. The countdown to Labor Day starts the day after Memorial Day. Once we get that in the uh, the influx, once our town, you know, ten x's in size, all of us who enjoy the uh, you know the two minute drive everywhere that turns into twenty, and the uh, if you're lucky. Yeah, if you're lucky. And the ample parking that simply <laughs> vanishes uh, all of a sudden uh, on that last Monday in May and then reappears magically That's that first uh, Tuesday in September, you know. so. But there's once... new parking created in front of your driveway, for instance. Yes, that was uh, a hot or, spot. Or in, Memorial in Day weekend. At corners becomes legal parking during the summer. You know, listen. It's all fair game. Just I'll tell everyone right now, don't block the alleyway. Make sure you are not blocking the alleyway because you will get towed. So speaking of which, when that did happen, I, uh, I called one of our, our local uh, custodians of the law and I was able to either give a warning, give a ticket or have them towed right there on the spot. Um, I chose to just, you know, we'll see what happens. And Thankfully, they came back pretty quickly and uh, were able to. You're a better man than I. I would have two on the spot. <laughs> Listen, I really wanted to, but it was Memorial Day weekend. Don't want to start someone's summer off that way. You know, uh, personally, each summer gets a uh, it gets a little bit, a little bit dicier, a little bit sooner. Um, you know, this you summer you get crankier faster. That's that's pretty much true. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Um, but at least now you and I have a nice place where we can share our thoughts and opinions of everything that is happening here in, in this beautiful island. And we will. Um, and we hope you all enjoy. Uh, so today's topic, 
uh, in our first episode, to build or not to build? That is the question. Uh, in April, Eustace Mita, a local resident, proposed building a lavish luxury hotel, the best hotel or the nicest hotel on the East Coast, as he stated it would be, uh, here in Ocean City. Drew, I know you've done some research. You watched his proposal to city council. You've you know kind of done your homework on the proposal because when this first came out in April, oh man, were did the locals have uh, yeah, they're it was wild. Uh, everywhere you went, everybody was talking about this. People were the rumor mill, uh, it, you couldn't stop it. So, Drew, before we get into, you know, the local take, why don't you give us the, the who, what, why, when and where of this project and, and what it would mean here for this great city of Ocean City? All right. So here are some here are some facts, not rumors. So the who is uh, Eustace Mita. He's the principal of I Icona Resorts and uh, Christmas Builders. He currently has hotel properties, uh, the Icona Avalon. Windrick, Diamond Beach, and Cape May. All beautiful hotels. Yes, all high-end hotels. The what? Icona Ocean City is what he proposed. Bum, 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 to bum. be a 325-room luxury destination resort hotel. A grand hotel. Wait, he's not uh, proposing another duplex? That's right. No? Okay. Uh, he's included in his plan was high-end retail space on the boardwalk uh, level, uh, like Lululemon type high-end, uh, an indoor pool, an outdoor pool, and uh, several high-end restaurants. Um, places where you would probably uh, dine, Don, uh, not me. Um, where? So th this, is, this was um, the kicker, right? So it's on the boardwalk between 5th and 6th Streets, east of the current city parking lot, uh, which serves the Care Stadium. And the wait, Center. wait. In, in April, they were demolishing the high school to build this. That's not, 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 not the case? They were getting rid of the basketball courts, the Civic Center, the, 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 the high school. Yeah, the rumor mill was, was flying. Uh, but no, it was, it's east of the... Uh, of that, that parking lot that serves Care Stadium. And uh, it's a city-owned lot. Okay. Uh, it, this parcel is currently zoned public, which that entire corridor running from beach to bay between 5th and 6th Street, with one small exception on the bay next to the Bayside Center. That's all zoned public use. Um, and the parcel is currently uh, beach and dune. Uh, I'm not a geologist, but it's beach and it's due. Um, so that's the where, the why. So I'm going to, going from Eustace Mita's uh, presentation, and it was compelling. I have to say it was a compelling presentation. Uh, why is he presenting this? Number one is Ocean City. Ocean City needs hotel rooms to drive tourism. And we are a tourist town. Um, Ocean City lost a approximately 2,250 hotel rooms since 2000. We went from 3,000 hotel rooms down to 750 wow. hotel rooms. Big loss. And the Tahiti Inn sold over, over the winter too. So who knows the future of that? That's right. That's right. Uh, a lot of those buildings either were sold and demolished or 
a lot were condo. They were turned into condos or condo towns. Um, number three, revenue to the city, which would be in two parts. One is the initial influx of cash uh, for the sale of that parcel. And the other would be uh, his claim was that uh, that would be the largest taxpayer by far in the city. Uh, number four is it would bring visitors to the city uh, in and out of season. Uh, he made the statement that his properties, which are kept open year round to keep his staff in place, um, his properties average four occupants per room per week in the off, uh, off season. So wow. for a 325 room hotel, that's 1,300 visitors per week in the off season, which would feed local uh, businesses. Um, so that's the who, what, why, and where. That's the facts. Awesome. Well, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will give you the local guy's take here on this luxury hotel in a, coming to America's greatest family resort. Mate. All right, Drew, you made a compelling case here uh, for this hotel. Um, I didn't. That was Eustace making that, that case. I didn't make any case at all. Well, you, you made the facts seem quite interesting because, uh, like I said, back in April, the big talk was that, boom, instant liquor license here in Ocean City. Uh, you know, everybody that comes to Ocean City knows that Ocean City is a – dry dry town uh and i'll use that term loosely whereas you know you can basically get liquor within steps of getting off of it and there is no shortage of red solo cups here but it uh, is not dry meaning it is not sold on the island and you can't consume it in public on the island that is correct unless Um, you're a juvenile on the beach but that we'll get to that we'll get to that later we'll talk about that later definitely um you know, that was the one big rumor. Everybody was very concerned about that, that it's the, automatic, right? That, that it's automatic. Hotel rooms is an automatic liquor license, which is which is also not fact. Not the facts. Um, you know, most of the locals here were against this coming in. Uh, Ocean City is notorious for resisting change. Uh, it seems, and I mean, unless you're going to build a multi-million dollar duplex or, you know, home for someone to buy, you can't change anything here in Ocean City. Um, personally, I, I'm kind of for this project. You know, I shared an article with you probably a couple of weeks ago that the Jersey Shore itself is going through this kind of luxury rebirth here. You know, it's it's not all little bungalows and cottages anymore it's not all gym tan laundry uh type atmosphere it's you know multi-million dollar homes i mean i still have one of these old little cottages that i live in around the corner from me though they just built a five bedroom five bath house that sold for two million dollars you know so if you're gonna already have this level of 
affluency here on the island, why not? Why not go all the way? Why not take it to the to that level? Well, you know, I think Dom that that Ocean City's base is not um, at that level. Dude, is there money here? Absolutely, there is. But we're talking so in Eustace Mead's um, uh, presentation, he used a couple of uh, properties that he went and visited as uh, kind of the the, the models. Um, one. One was uh, watercolors in Panama City, and uh, the the other was uh, a property in uh, in in Rhode Island. I can't recall the the name of it uh, off the top of my head, um, but these were his concept properties, and they were really five star resort resorts, high end destination luxury resorts, as as the terms he kept using. I went and checked them out online. I couldn't afford to stay there. You may be able to, but I can't. Uh, anyway, um, so in season, the lowest priced hotel room and had a three night minimum. Uh, they start at seventeen hundred dollars just for the room, uh, wow. up to close to four thousand dollars per night for a family suite. So wow. that's that's big money when you're talking three nights, twelve thousand dollars, and you haven't haven't eaten haven't played uh 12 grand for a three night stay in a hotel room it's really a high end right so i'm not sure that i mean that listen i was kind of demographic that we're used to here i was just talking to my friend and his family rented a duplex i think we're two blocks two blocks in um you know five bedroom three bath eighty five hundred dollars second week of august so, but the difference is that that's a five bedroom. So you're bringing, it's probably multi-generational, right? Grandparents, yeah, yeah. parents, siblings. Yeah, but still, man, it's $8,500. And that's before you've done anything. Well, this is, this is 12 grand for three nights, right? For, for a family of four. Um, so, there, you know, it's, it's hard to compare apples to apples. I can tell you, though, your friend who's renting the five bedroom, I guarantee you, there's going to be two car parking and they're bringing 12 cars. There's no question about that. At least minimum. But that, that's off topic. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I think the, with this, so with Icona ocean city, I think the, the, we can argue whether, you know, the clientele is here or not. I would have to give it to you and say that if Eustace Mita uh, spent whatever he spent on, attorneys and architects and and all of his due diligence um i would have to imagine that there's a market for that property if he's willing to spend big money to, to build that kind of property right uh guy's a smart guy good businessman uh, i'm sure there's a market for that i think the problem that you and i can both agree on and that most people had an issue with was the location Right. It's it's a it's currently city owned land. It's beach. It's dune. Um, it's sits in front of the high school, the stadium, the civic center. I don't think anybody uh, felt good about the potential to have a an eight story. Was it eight? No, six, six story hotel. Uh, built. Eight, eight at the 
at the peak. It was, it, peak, it was yeah. a, uh, on property that's currently beach and dune, right? Yeah. It, and Anybody but you, maybe that is. Well, where, where else are you going to put something that big? You know, um, I mean, there How are the Soleil property down at 11th Street across from the Flanders. I hear that. Well, I didn't that know was that approved. was that, that, that got approved. Yeah. And that's that's back in play now um, from what I've heard. It's recently. not beachfront. It's not beachfront. If you're going to go that big, though, you're going to have rooms that will have ocean views for sure. You know, Fifth and Sixth Street is already a very tight area. Um, if you're keeping that many people, if you're planning on having 1,300 extra people in that area, even in the off season, you know, I would be concerned about, you know, pick up and drop off at the high school. You know, uh, Ocean City has the Battle of the Beach High School football now, uh, you know, on that first that last weekend of summer. You got two, you got ESPN coming, ESPN two coming down to broadcast a game this year. You know, how is that going to fit in there? You're also talking about a beachfront resort in an area where the beach is constantly being eroded. Uh, they, we just replenished this past winter and there's already no beach at fifth street. It's already gone. Um, if you look at the Island, the Island has a, a curve to it. And that seems to be one of the points that sticks out the furthest uh, in the ocean is that fifth street area. So my other concern about it too. Maybe Eustace is thinking like uh, the Sultan of Dubai. He's going to, he's going to build his own sand beach. Maybe. I mean, listen, we spend $20 million every couple of years to build beach there and the ocean wins every time. Yeah. So, you know, let the salt. I think, I think the main point there to me is not the beach, but the congestion. Yeah. It, uh, it would be a nightmare if, if you put it that would be, in there. It's, it's not a, it's not a wide street, uh, fifth and sixth. Neither are wide streets to begin with. There's parking, no. uh, parking issues there already. Now you're talking about bringing in a uh, 325 room hotel with guests and employees and deliveries. Um, deliveries. I didn't think of that. Deliveries, linens coming in and out every day. You know, if you have these high end restaurants, you got your, you know, your retail. Yeah, that would be insane. Also too, you know, I was up on the boardwalk on Memorial day weekend and you know, my kids were helping out of uh, a, a, a friend of ours at their local shop up on the boardwalk. And I took a walk. And if you head towards, you know, from 8th Street, if you make a, a, a right and you head down like up in numbers towards 12th, 14th, that area, the boardwalk is packed. It has oh, yeah. got people everywhere. That is prime time. When you go the other way and you start heading towards 5th, 6th, you know, down into that north end of the island, there's almost that many people. I'm like, what's going on down here? Like, where did everybody go? Um, well, that was part of the proposal was that that hotel would be the anchor on that end of the boardwalk and potentially uh, uh, draw people down that end to go to that retail. We also, part of the proposal was having a, a, a gazebo on the property, but accessible from the boardwalk and have live music every night during the season. Uh, oh, wow. That, 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 you know, general public could, could walk in off the boardwalk. 
now, now, why does Eustis Mina need to propose that? Why can't the city build that? Why can't the city do that? It's it's public land. Currently, there's four or five volleyball courts that seldom are used. Why not do that? Why not, you know, borrow from this proposal that has, you know, some good ideas and, and start doing that on our own? Why, what do we need Eustis to come in and build the giant hotel just to, you know, make a smart move? I know they do that in Ventnor and uh, they have a whole concert concerts on the beach there and it draws a lot of people we have the music pier man we have yeah, a you're charging you're charging, you know, you're, charging you're charging people there you know oh, so you want free. i mean gotcha okay look man yeah it's 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 ten dollars a day to go to the beach per person it's so, twenty five dollars now and that's another thing to talk about later too yeah, it's that's 20 it's twenty five dollars to park your car is it really going to kill the city to pay a band to play a little bit? We do have the, the performers on the boardwalk, you know, the, the woman that plays the flute, you know, I saw a guy playing an accordion the other day, you know, why not give the family something they can go to for free for we a few need minutes. More flutes and more accordions. I think. Listen, no, you, you, make, you make a good point, Dom, but um, I, I think, you know, that's, that's certainly could be a takeaway. Uh, but that property is, again, it's beach and dune. And I don't know how we, our city, could justify uh, spending, you know, 10 or 12 or $14 million, whatever it is, to buy the old car lot at 16th and Haven, between Haven and Simpson, uh, with the purpose of keeping that from being developed. Right. That's why we're buying that to keep open space and then turn around and sell a piece of open space that the city currently already owns for the highest density development that there could be in a hotel. I don't know how I don't know how we 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 could we could justify that as a city. Right. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll agree. I'll give you that one. I don't know how you could justify that. Um, you know, but, and, and, you know, at the end of the day, after that presentation, the mayor came out with a statement saying that he, that he was not going to support the, the proposal. Uh, I don't know how city council felt about the proposal. Honestly, uh, it seemed to be met with somewhat lukewarm, uh, uh, feelings on it, but I, I, I didn't really speak to any councilmen directly on how they felt about whether they would support it or not. But uh, if they did, if the city did, again, I think it would be, uh, it would be hard, hard to explain how do you, how do you spend, you know, 10 or $12 million on a, on a parcel to keep it from being developed then turn around and sell off a beachfront parcel that's zoned public, by the way, that's currently zoned public. And you know, since the Lake brothers or whatever, our, and, uh, and developed it. Our, our good mutual friend proposed putting it up to referendum and, and letting us decide, you know, because you get in that, you know, how does city council feel about it? Well, if we, you know, law is all about precedent. So if we set the precedent where city can sell off public land with, you know, just a few votes, what does that say about this space they just bought? Who's to say they're not to, to sell that to, to the highest bidder? I think that re referendum would 
might be the biggest landslide in in electoral history in Ocean City. And yes. that's after, you know, our current mayor, you know, one in three landslides in a in a row. Uh and and BYOB won a huge landslide that that vote, that referendum. But I, I don't I don't think there's much support for this uh project locally. No. Would you agree? I'll agree because I'm probably the only person that I've ever spoken to that is actually for it. Um, well, Eustace and you, so it's going to get two votes in favor. Hey, listen, me and Eustace, I'm happy to be mentioned in the same same breath as Eustace Mita. Uh, you know, like I said, Drew, if if you're gonna build million dollar houses, you're gonna do all this. Why not go all the way? You know, because there are some people out there who can't come for a week. They can't spend or can't spend ten thousand dollars or thirty thousand dollars for a house all summer. And there's only so many beachfront places. You know, if if you have that kind of flow and you want to spend it, well, why not give you a place to spend it for a couple of days? And again, his his presentation, his uh, architectural renderings were were impressive. It was an impressive property he was proposing. I'll give him that. Well, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about this again because, you know, as we've said before, when the buzz dies down, uh, that's when the business happens. So uh, agreed. And, and I, I think the other, you know, kind of rumor floated around is that, uh, you know, he made this big pitch uh, for the Fifth Street property and uh, he's got something else in mind that he wouldn't spend all that money. Uh, just to go quietly into the good night, right? So we'll we'll see uh, we'll see where it where it comes up again. We we definitely will, uh, and I'm sure we'll be uh, discussing this again in the future. Uh, before we take off, though, and, and end this first segment, would like to give a shout out to some people who are doing some cool stuff here in our community. Uh, a local high school girl, Angelina McMiniman, has started her own business and it's not a lemonade stand or anything like that. Uh, she started good vibe rides. Uh, good vibe rides is a golf cart or low speed vehicle rental for everyone coming down to ocean city and really almost anywhere at the Jersey shore. They do have the ability to deliver, uh, pretty impressive for someone, uh, so young to, you know, find a niche, see a need here in the town and, and capitalize on it. So good for her. Uh, if you're looking to, you know, park your car in one of the coveted spots here in Ocean City once you get here and leave it there for your whole time and have some fun with your family. Drive around in these low speed vehicles. They're they're definitely becoming more popular here on the island. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, you know, that's up to you. Um but you can check them she out. Got a, she got a great location. She's working out of uh, the, the the street side of Bob Grill, Bob's Grill at uh, at what, 14th and 14th yeah. and, and the Boardwalk. 14th and location. the Boardwalk. Um, you know, she's also online like everyone else in the world at goodvibrides.com. I think you can book right through there too. So, um, you know, if you're, like I said, if you're looking to park your car, not have to worry about, finding a spot again when you get back from the beach or the boardwalk, you know, check it out. Good vibe rides 14th and the beach or boardwalk, uh, on the street side at Bob's grill. Good luck to Angelina. 
We also want to do one of our uh, one of our segments on um, uh, the school spotlight tonight, uh, and we're going to start with the Ocean City Red Raiders basketball. Uh, both uh, the boys and the Lady Raiders made it to the South Jersey Group Three Championship games, um, which is a pretty big deal. The boys had a uh, injury riddled season with multiple starters. Uh, being out for several games, including starter Sean Sakers, my boy, and uh, Andrew Carianas. But they got healthy and played well down the stretch. They lost to a really good Morristown game in the, in the, uh, in the final, but uh, shout out to them for getting there. The Lady Raiders won the South Jersey Group 3 championship. Um, and bigger still is they beat rival mainland at mainland after they lost two regular season games uh, pretty uh, handily. Uh, it was a huge upset victory uh, led by seniors Avery Jackson, Tori Fleet, Ayanna Morton, Maddie Mott. Shout out to my boy Joe Mott and sophomore Madeline Abramson, who's a real talent. Um, going to look forward to watching her for the next two years. Shout out to Coach uh, Stephanie Gately. Uh, I think she outcoached every coach all season, had the girls ready for that championship run. Uh, she's the right coach at the right time this year, and now she's moving back to college ranks, uh, back to uh, Fairleigh Dickinson. So uh, yep. congrats to both uh, the uh, boys and girls on great seasons, and, uh, and good luck, Coach. Excellent, excellent. Well, you know, that wraps it up here for episode one, To Build or Not to Be Build. Uh, be sure to tune in next week when we discuss what's blowing in the wind. If you've come down to Ocean City, you've definitely seen the signs. Stop the windmills. Stop the windmills. Uh, it's on the beach on the way in. Memorial Day weekend, they actually rented a traffic sign or, or a flashing traffic sign, like a digital traffic sign and put it right uh, in front of my house. So I literally just saw the message all day long. Um, but, you know, it's, it's a hot topic here. Um, and we're going to get into it. We will. So tune in next Thursday, and thank you for listening. We are Dominic Doherty and Drew Fazy. And we are the local guys. <laughs>